sweet. Welcome to a very special patriotic Independence Day scrubland. That actually kind of sounded like the Mister Rogers theme. What? what? Yeah, you're wrong. With the little puppets, where the like ring, ring, and trolley, nothing. Yeah, no. King Friday. Yeah, all that. I don't think so. I don't. I don't remember very well, but I don't remember that being what was going on in that show. My name's Daniel Sale. I got my sweater vest on. Patriotic you style. You don't even have a sweater vest on. You know. You're just lying to the my figurative, I have my figurative sweater <laughs> vest on. You're going to blow up my spot on the Scrubland episode number 46? You got me all hot bothered thinking about Lady Aberlin now. I don't... What? She was the... She's a puppet. No, Lady Aberlin was not a puppet. <laughs> oh. She was the totally real... True. She was the real lady. Oh, she was the real lady in Puppet World. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she was also friends with... Fred Rogers in real life. Well, Chris, I, I got to break it to you. I think she's only into puppets. If she lives in Puppet World. I think she was into Mr. Rogers. Yeah. She doesn't live with Mr. Rogers. She lives in Puppet World. She lived in real she... world, too. She was just in Puppet Land also. There you go. I, I don't, forget what I don't, her don't real have name time. Was. I don't I have time to discuss the was. continuity of Mr. Rogers. She had a real you. name in real Mr. Rogers Land. She was like one of the real people along with Mr. McFeely, which I always thought was a very funny name for a delivery <laughs> guy. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I hope I, I Hey Mr. McFeely. <laughs> Got any packages for me? Right here. <laughs> this one was squirming a bit. I just shoved, shoved some cotton candy in his mouth and he settled down. I mean like you know that two perverts are talking to each other when like, <laughs> Oh my God! Rest in peace, Mister Rogers. So this is that was awesome. So this is a podcast about <clears throat> Magic: The Gathering cards. Yeah, you know what we really uh, we actually just needed to have Mister McFeely as our segue. God, my haunted microwave is hanging out. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> into uh, he was our our segue into our special delivery. Of I don't know how where this is going. We're talking about M twelve stuff today. Uh, you know what? <laughs> haunted. You say haunted because uh, let's talk about that fucking awful one one. What was it called? Uh, the oh, cannot soul? block the spirit that the, can't yeah, tormented is soul. Right? right, but can't block tormented soul one one for one uh, black. I actually think that guy's actually not that bad. It does. What? You know, it's really bad because we have swords that we need to play with. Still. Oh God! So it's like strictly worse than a nightshade stinger. It's like actually worse no, than that. Nightshade no, Stinger. No, no. Nightshade Stinger wasn't unblockable. I missed flying. Oh, he's unblockable. Yeah. Nightshade Stinger had flying. So it's strictly better <sighs> than Nightshade Stinger? Is that true? <laughs> I hope not. Uh, it has an irrelevant creature type. All right. Awesome. It's spirit type. It's a creature type of spirit. No, those guys are friend. They go in the same deck with Bad Moon. I mean, I don't Make it happen, I don't people. That guy. I, Make I, it happen. Also, Bad Moon for I like reprints. I like that guy because we have, like I said, we have swords that we want to play with still, and we have no stone forges. So we have an excuse to play with, like, four swords because we have four of that guy, right? I'm disappointed. Bad, yeah. we, we have the whole spoiler for M12 here, and Bad Moon is not on it. It's I'm true. disappointed. It's true. Every we did set. get Cemetery Reaper back, though. I'm glad I didn't trade those away. Cemetery Dude, that card's so good. Because he's going to be such a high-value card now. Oh. <sighs> Dude, I love that. Card they're gonna so push much. zombies. All right, so here, like, let's just, let's just jump abyss. straight in with the with the last couple cards I put on our list here. We we're, basically we're just gonna go over some cards here that are are high profile from the set. This is by no means an exhaustive list or anything. This is just things that kind of happen Stuff to catch our happen like. to catch our eye. Um, this set is by by so, a couple people's admission. It, 
to me, it looks like all plants for future set. You think it looks like it, all plants for Innistrad only. Well, because we know that Innistrad's going to be a, 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 a graveyard type set with well, that's, flashback. That's, been the rumor. that's, been that's the, not just the rumor. Did you, like apparently there was some Moto code that was leaked, and people figured out that there were like three cards, and they know what they are, and they, some of them got a flashback on them, and they're obviously graveyard based, and they have artwork. And like they, <laughs> they do have artwork. I mean, the the cards look very real, and so flashback looks like it's coming back in the next set, and even without those that evidence the core set itself is just speaking volumes about how this next set is an art of, or a graveyard based set right uh, we don't we don't know what the mechanic to like dump a bunch of things in your graveyard is but, but we don't know what the new block mechanic is but the the fact that they're bringing flashback back kind of makes me kind of excited uh, i'm pretty psyched uh, well, it 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 live, gives them this open door to put all kinds of cool stuff in the set, like a sutured ghoul, which uh, I wish we knew more about the history of magic, honestly, because th- that name's definitely popped up in sutured some decks. Yeah. A, it was a sideboard card with or not sideboard, sorry, it was an alternate win condition in dredge because you got to dredge that thing and. You get to reanimate it, and then you put some enchantment on it that gave it haste. No, no, you didn't have enchantment. You, you had, had that a, weird creature. You had that weird creature that you exiled or something. Anger? No. no. It was a creature. It was a Boros-colored creature. It was like... Oh, you talking about Flamekinsy a lot? Yeah. No, it was It was even worse than that. Oh, like, was there wasn't okay. a creature enchantment that went on it, I think. But regardless... Anyway, suit your ghouls back. That card doesn't seem completely busted. It was. Uh, it, it gave it haste. It was an enchantment. Um... There, but that's not even the only card that just speaks to the fact that that's happening. Uh, Grim Lavamancer, while red mages around the world creamed themselves when they saw the card, it's also a graveyard card. Right. It's inherently based around the graveyard. Right. It doesn't do anything if you don't have one. See, now, one of the one of the be- better interactions with Grim Lavamancer in Legacy is that you can kind of kill off uh, Tarmogoyfs lower and lower. Uh, do you think that there's going to be other creatures or other stuff? In, in, like, I'm kind of excited. I, I, okay, you can't say do you think, but you can say I'm kind of excited. I hope that there's going to be, like, a type. I expect there to be a less powerful like a less powerful version of Relic and Tormod's Crypt and Nile Spellbomb are the, are the graveyard answers right now. I expect there to be an actually less powerful version of those cards what, yeah, like what basically, really basically say? a Tormod's Crypt that gets both graveyards, something, something along those lines. I think that that's a, a limited card from the new set. What I'm really if trying I had to, to say is, I will piss myself in front of people if they reprint Tarmogoyf. Why would you think that's going to happen? <laughs> like because know. it's a graveyard set. <laughs> yep. Like the card is the card is marginally interesting <laughs> as a graveyard. Like be. if I'm trying to design a grizzly bear that that cares about the graveyard, I feel like we can do it more effectively than that. Honestly, sure. And they still might do it. You're on crack. <laughs> I am. Like, seriously. That's actually what I've been doing all day, smoking crack. So, uh, what, what kind of cards are, are you actually excited about, Daniel? So, cause I, know, I know we're going to get to... I don't to know any of the, the cards. The shorter list I mean, I, mean, like, I, mean, I mean, I made the list, but I don't know if I'm really excited about any of these cards. They're corset cards. Most corset cards, what? by definition, are underpowered to all me. All right. All right. I've been keeping quiet. Ponders in the new set. That's kind of sick. Uh, like, we, have <laughs> we have new fucking planeswalkers, man. It's Hell true. Yeah. No, it's true. And those guys will have an impact, probably. What, you think? Probably. Yeah, planeswalkers. Nah, planeswalkers, probably. man. What are planeswalkers? <laughs> Fuck that shit. Planeswalkers. I've never seen a planeswalker do anything in standard. Ever. Not me. No. The, cor- the corset ones have traditionally been, 
you know, not very good. But they, we, we got what? a whole, we have a new are class. We have about? a new class. What are you talking about? First off, that's the biggest load of hockey bullshit okay. that I've ever heard. Of. Okay, fair enough. There have been like a Johnny Goldman had his time. Garrick had his time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chase Bellerin sort of had his time, I guess. Yeah. Um, we have uh, a new we have a new class. Let's talk right. about the Here, new class. Here's what I'm angry about. Right. Here's what I'm angry about. The students have become the masters. Let's talk uh, about it. I, I wouldn't even say that. I'm angry that they got rid of <laughs> Jace Bellerin. Really? First they took away good Jace, and that broke my heart. Then they took away Jace Jr. Yeah, fuckers. And they gave me this. The memory adept. Which is obviously just another graveyard type well, thing. Okay, so uh, I, I guess... What you have to be upset about is that Jace Bellerin happens to be, without Mind Sculptor, one of the best card drawing spells that was left. I, like, Jace's Ingenuity was very good. That's not getting reprinted, Ugh. correct? And they're also FM foiling it, which um, is random. True. So, uh, uh, what, it, what it says to me is that they're going to give us some kind of decent card drawing spell in the next set. When, I mean, in the, they, in the they fall. reprinted Divination, which is arguably... It's okay. It's a, it, I mean, it's Blue Suns. Divination is a good card. Like, whenever it's been in Standard and it's been the only card draw spell, Control decks have played it. I'm kind of psyched about seeing if Tezzeret's Gambit makes it just on the proliferateness. Like, I don't is think there something to proliferate does. and constructed? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just There's like... a lot to proliferate. Honestly, I think, if that, card, I think if that card gets played, it's in a non-blue deck. I think it's in some kind of red, like big red deck with ever flowing chalices and coths or oh, something. Like some, totally, oh, some kind man. of deck that wants to do, they want, they want to do a blue thing and not be a blue deck. That'd be sick. That would be awesome. And, and I'm totally on board with that. If, if there's a big red deck that wants to Tezzeret's Gambit and make their coths and chalices bigger, mm-hmm. that sounds awesome. And it's let's really do good. it. Let's Lux Cannon and. And whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, whoa. we're going off the deep end Let's now. We can shit ourselves with stupidity here. We can. I, I've never shit myself with stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. You can play an ogre menial and get a poison counter on him, and uh, that guy's a awful. threat. Oh, you're awful. So, uh, it's you know what you should really do is play uh, uh, an adaptive automaton, calling whatever the uh, creature type of ogre menial is, because ogre, <laughs> ogre is he an ogre? Sorry, <laughs> I didn't know. That, I, I mean, if I had to guess, he could be a menial. <laughs> I don't he know. could be a menial. You know what You're I really right. like is that I was kind of like I wasn't really impressed with Lord of the Unreal initially because I was like, oh, it's awful because there's not enough there's not enough illusions, illusions in the set to support it. <laughs> but now there are. I went to the there's Red Box and I got the Illusionist, and I realized that there were a lot more illusions in our world then. Uh, I think you that's realize. also like a thing too, isn't that like a horror <laughs> thing? Like illusions, like specters and shit. Uh, well, no, illusions, specters, and horrors are all different creature types in Magic. Or well, I mean, like they—they're doing this. I feel like it's got to be a plant for them to make this illusion, but only have like three other illusions in the set. If I could get an alternate art Lord of the Illusions with Adrian Brody on it, are you, I just, are you having a? Nah, I I'm mean, not, I can't even go there. I would, I would. Like that, yeah. I, I, w- I would take that card. Woo! So, all right. What other uh, cards that I'm excited about? Me, I am. I've been so hopped up on smallpox. It's just insane. I am so. It psyched. hurts. It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> I like. I am so psyched that they're bringing smallpox back. That if there's one card that I loved to play, it was smallpox. 
tell us what a smallpox does. This card is actually so a little in order surreal. In order, you lose one, each 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 player loses one life, discards a card, sacrifices a oh boy, creature is a creature and then land. It's creature and then land. I don't know. And yeah, it costs BB it's as blue, a sorcery. Yeah, blue black black sorcery. Lose a life, discard a card, sacrifice a creature, sacrifice a land, and you get to do cool things like. Play a deck that was all two drops. <laughs> I, well, okay, like in extended, in extended, it was a cool deck. It was uh, there. There were things you could do, and yeah, like right, blood gas. Right now, it's going to be interesting because we get a couple months where blood gas gets the extra play. That guy also happens to cost BB, so it's not you know the worst thing ever. But I, like, God, how sick is Vengevine's also in the Grim format? Discovery. Right, yeah. exactly. But like these cards all rotate. <laughs> You know, Discovery does. Yeah, I do, yeah. I do, I do. That sounds awful. Those cards. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, all those cards rotate, so it, it's going to be difficult to see exactly how much of an impact smallpox has initially. However, it feels like another one of these plants where they're probably going to give us some kind of recursion stuff, regardless of what it is. Um, I feel like zombies might be coming back as a theme. Maybe. I, I mean, feel like I feel like we're going to get away from the vampires. And head back towards zombies. We have Cemetery Reaper. Well, they Reaper. gave us vampires in the new core set, too. Right. We, it, it, they're actually pretty it's strong. A mix. It's too. a mix, right? I think the, the vampires that The we vampires have, with bloodthirst are pretty good. Yeah, they're all very aggressively costed regardless of whether or not you get bloodthirst damage. And then if you got bloodthirst right. damage, it's stupid. Well, but you remember how people kind of thought that knights might be a theme because white got a bunch of knights in the last core set. Well, was and a, then, it and, was a, well, theme. And it was then, a casual theme. Right, but then knights never became a real thing. I feel like it's the same re- same thing here, where vampires are getting their getting their sunlight here with the bloodthirst. One of my buddies listens to this cast, and he had a night deck, Ooh, and he won a game one time. He's be upset no, with he, you. He played at the one of the IQs at Rick's shop in Top Ford. Wow, it's really good. It was pretty good. It was, it was a big event. It was like forty something. It was fifty. Okay, I mean, it was like the big one that he had at his shop. Sure, like I mean, casual archetypes can get there, but I, I, if we're just looking ahead towards like what probably is going to going to happen the fact that they made zombie infestation the fact that that there's uh i didn't put it on the list but it's a a new uh, mummy that comes back from the graveyard if it's in the the graveyard the pharaoh yeah she's very cool um that that is a zombie that thing's um is she really yes all right so so i just as cemetery as an aside about uh knights knights was only like one card like one or two cards off of being like a real like kind of sort of fish deck like if if that uh lorwin double strike knight w- came around was still there i think i might it might actually be, have been better but, of Meadow Green? Uh, unfortunately might no, 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 oh, made all knights double give double strike, strike. Yeah, right. yeah and i, I hate like to say five, it though, four that seems like the kind of deck bad. that seems like the kind of deck that just got killed by jace honestly yeah. like jay well, like well, 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 knights never had a shot against we jace don't have to worry Sculptor. about jace anymore right you're right but you now you lost a lot of your decent knights. The, we haven't the, lost them yet, too. Well, the Lord and... Uh, oh, I mean, gosh, Shards of Alara Block and M10 had a lot of good knights, so... Yeah, here, like Stalwart of Valor or something like that. What? The fucking one green Vigilance tap for green. What about Knight of the Skyward Eye, guys? That guy was the bomb. There were there anyway. were plenty of good knights. Knights was a, was a whole theme in Shards Block. Anyway... So, so instead of bringing up old shit. Yeah, some bull- boring <laughs> bullshit. I already forgot those cards. Do you want to talk about these Planeswalkers? Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about Chandra because she's sexy. Chandra's the boss. She's a right. sexy redheaded friend. So, so tell me about Chandra. Chandra has a new name. Ooh, she's Firebrand. Branding you with fire. 
That's like that's even a sexy fucking name. Chandra the Firebrand. She's got these sexy abilities and attributes. Like she costs four. Like every good planeswalker that ever existed. So it's true. I, I feel like Wizards has finally figured out that four mana is where planeswalkers are good. Five mana is where planeswalkers are sometimes playable, and any other mana cost is either broken or unplayable. I don't know about sometimes playable. I mean, the six mana guys, like anything that's six or above, just is traditionally not good enough. No, it's it's five, just not well, good enough. You were enough. just talking about the four mana cutoff, and I'm saying that. If it's gotta be, if it's gonna be over four mana, it has to do something that impacts the board a lot better than Garrick. Yeah, um, and I think that's why Gideon still gets played. Uh, Soren did not. Soren really didn't. All right, so so let's focus on Chandra here as a, yeah, as, a four man, as a four Chandra. mana walker, as an aggressively costed walker, as our as our only four drop in this set, uh, planeswalker wise. Uh, she uh, comes into play with three loyalty. Uh, she has a plus one of doing one damage to target creature or player, which is a strict upgrade from Chandra Nalar's ability. Um, her minus two is you can fork your next spell or your next instant or sorcery. Does it have to so, be a red spell? Uh, no. It no. can be any color Whenever spell. You ca- the ne- the, when you cast the next instant or sorcery spell this turn, copy that spell. You may choose new targets for the class. Uh, so, so, I mean, that that's some really good good play for non-red spells it sucks that it doesn't good carry for removal it's good for ramp spells well, it's, it's good, good for, for drawing like... spells yeah it's I, like i i would like to play this card in like a red blue deck it's cuckoo bonkers cuckoo Th- bonkers this card would actually is. be cuckoo bonkers if it said whenever you cast the next instant sorcery spell fuck this turn like oh so you could do it on your opponent's turn yeah like that'd be actually be good i think that'd be kind of broken actually I, it also sounds super complicated what I, I, it it Adds rules baggage that doesn't really need to be there, um, because you could you could float them into each other's turn into each other's turns, and then I could stack up three spells for a turn for one card. No, it's a, if you if you templated it, that it says way. the next. Okay, right. Well, he's saying that you could just not cast one over the course of turns. Right, like I could activate it. You uh, take your turn. I don't do anything. I activate it again. Then I play a spell, and I get three copies of that spell. That doesn't seem balanced. That seems cool. That kills. That kills. <laughs> balance. Yeah, yeah, balance. Fuck Jason that. Wait, wait. It wasn't balance, but he was cool. How much loyalty did you come in with? Three. So you can't even really do that very well. I mean, that's over the course of th- three turns. Still seems broken. Seems uh, her ulti, I think, is really cool too. I actually think it's fairly reasonable for who she is. Uh, it's not as good as her old ability. Yeah, but it's a lot easier eight. to get to. No, her other one was... Minus eight Inferno? Yeah, her this one is minus eight, uh, six damage each. Uh, no, it's minus up, six. Up to, up to six target creatures and or players. Yeah, but it's minus six, not minus eight. Oh, did I say minus eight? Yeah. Oh, well, uh, her initial one, Chandra Nalar was minus eight to do ten damage right. to target player and all of his creatures. That's why I think this um, one's like, like easier to get to, because it actually kills creatures. Well, like, this, one, that, this thing actually kills the creatures. The other one what came into what? Chandra Nalar came in with six loyalty, plus one, plus one, plus one, ulti. This right. one comes in with three, three, so it's plus one, plus one, one, ulti. It's, so the, it's, yeah, it's, it's the same plot. It's just easy to get to it, but it's a matter of like... No, it's, it's literally easier because the Planeswalker kills creatures. Kind of. It kills I mean, it can... X1. All right, how about it can kill creatures? All right. There you go. Wait a minute. Chandra Delara has an ability on her. It says minus X, deal X daily. Her, right. Her kill, right. Chandra Delara's creature kill mechanic was much better than Chandra Delara's okay, uh, firebrand. What are, what are we talking about? Getting to the ultimate. 
right? And this is a plus ability that gets you to the ultimate. Nah, we just proliferate shit. Uh, yeah, it turns right. out that nah, sometimes we, cards we, are different. Yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, actually, Evan Irwin did say something that was kind of clever. What? Uh, I know. He said, he said minus two with Chandra, Volt Charge, put it right back where she was. That's kind of clever. I thought that was kind of clever. Because you get to proliferate twice. Okay. That's pretty good. I'll I'll buy that. that. It's not, it's not, it's not, it doesn't seem actually that bad. Oh, how sick is it to use her minus ability, play Tezzeret's Gambit, draw four cards. Oh, God. Dude. Oh, I've got, Dude, a, I've got oh, a new boner in standard. I've oh, got a new boner in that. standard. I mean, honestly, like, I, I feel more excited about using this card in multicolor decks, not red spells. Because well, that's, that's, the, I think they did this this casting cost on purpose. Yeah. Three, oh, three yeah. colorless and a red. She's splashable. Yeah. And yeah. the mana fixing in standard is really fucking good. Like, it's, like sometimes it's awkward. Like, I, I mean, I've been kind of on this weird kick of We're trying to... We're going to be out I've, of fetches soon. Well, we have artifact fixers in... Prophetic Prism and Microsynth Wellspring and Sphere of the Suns. Okay, well, if you... Which, those are all kind of awkward, but they're all artifacts, and we just came out of an artifact set. So I feel like there's got to be something there. There's got to be something that we can do with if, those things. If you believe the theory, which I do, that the, uh, the, the block set kind of predicts the next standard, uh, the mana fix is going to be not too awesome. They just, they want to go back from, the mana fixing wasn't that good to begin with. There weren't a lot of three-color decks right now anyway. Mo, like, most decks are two-color decks. And we're still going to have the Scars of Mirrodin untapped lands. <coughs> we're just not, we're just not going to have the Zendikar man lands. And the Zendikar man lands Which was w- important. They though. went a long way towards making your two-color deck very consistent. Well, we're going to have, we're going to have the Scars lands and we're going to have, they're reprinting the, the old, what did we call them? The the I don't know. I call them N ten duels. That's all yeah. I call them. Uh, and all those are back as well in this core set. I feel like the next set, honestly, has got to have off color. If well, if tra- if tradition holds, they will provide some kind of multicolor land cycle. Well, obviously they're all just right. going to bring back all the tainted lands. I mean, whether it's good or not, <laughs> like whether it's good or not, they are going to bring back some kind of cycle that happens to create multiple colors what about lands that poison you oh god that would suck <laughs> that's that's not a they would never, they they would never that? make that city of gas or something because <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just breaks older formats oh boy it just breaks them right in half well they keep on breaking older formats anyways like cards are like mental messed up and our next card Visions of Beyond. How about that? That thing's gonna be cool. I really don't think that card breaks older what? formats. That's in Dredge, right? Uh, not really. maybe. I don't know. Mm, See, this is why I'm not allowed to talk about Legacy. No, it's only it, it really. It's the situationally good card. On it, like I wouldn't play four of these in a deck. What? Oh, fuck uh, you, yeah. if you play this card, you have to play. Four. You definitely play. Four. Uh, LSV, well, then it's not LSV, a good card. LSV Aiken did to accumulated knowledge, and I actually like the reference to accumulated knowledge. Yeah. That, that seems fair. Um, the first one just, is a cycle. Right, just cycles. every subsequent one is just better than the last. Right. So it also kind of feels like, like you're not doing anything. Like if if they give us like I mean ponder is in the same set. I, and and don't get me wrong, if the new mechanics are good enough. This card definitely has potential. It's definitely one to watch. And twenty cards seems so hard to get to. It's, I mean, that's a. I mean, threshold is pretty hard say, to get to. Threshold is seven yeah. cards. But you guys know what Jace Memory Adept does, right? Ooh, let's talk about again. That. But like, you're, oh, it's another Jace with a zero activation. Oh my god! You're building a house of cards, though. What? what? That's I, all I do is build house of cards. I mean, but like it. Yeah. Generally, cards that require you to play a lot of other cards in order to make them good. Did you know that Casby yeah. actually lives in a house of cards? 
I, I've seen Caspi's house. Yes, <laughs> he sleeps on a bed of cards. <laughs> he wrapped his soap in a in in uh, uh sleeves. yeah. Sleeves. yeah. <laughs> God forbid the skin touched my the, my skin touched the soap. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, no, uh, uh, I think the best deck in standard was a synergistic deck, right? Exactly. It was it was a card. It was a deck that required other cards to do things, right? Is that yeah? Sometimes I mean, happens. sure. And no, I'm not. I'm not like completely writing off synergy as something that's good. I'm just saying that right, right, like right now. Wow. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. That was interesting. I think sometimes synergy is very good for decks. I think that's I'm not so- saying that's not the case. Sometimes you should play cards that work with your other cards. Occasionally. I mean, I'm not a good expert, but uh, you do have two pro points. Deal, oh, deal, boy. Dealing damage and then putting other cards in your deck that deal damage. I think that was really all that funny, but okay. Uh, <laughs> this laugh is fucking funny. Uh, it's the 4th of July, not Halloween, sir. Get it right. What is this card called? Accumulated or Visions of... Visions of Beyond. The, the visions uh, of Beyond. Visions of Beyond. Visions of Beyond. It just feels like this card that cycles. It does almost all the time. I'm totally psyched about cycling. And and if that's all it does, if it just cycles almost all the time, that could be a deck. That honestly could just go in a deck. Well, the ones. The, it the, depends on how the format breaks the, down. The, the way that people are digging it at right now is that they want to play the Power Mantras Ascension decks for the next few months, which may or may Seems not be good enough. Good. It may or may not be good enough. We'll see. I, I think attacking probes is just better, but I don't know. Um, for that deck. That deck just fills your fucking graveyard, though. This um, is the kind of card that starts out as a $7 card, goes to a $2 card. Is it $7? The new, the, new card, the new cards come it's out, and then people are like, oh, yeah, that card happened to be good. It goes back to $5. People realize it's not good again. It goes back to $2. We're not a trading cast. I don't give a fuck well, what sometimes, that's, that's just... But, like, I feel like that's important to well, note. Well, sometimes they make cards... That get a lot of hype, and they kind of fall short. And they're like, well, this card is actually, it's got to be really good, because when we future, future leagued it, it was a stone nuts. All of our playtesters really like to play it, so, so we built a lot of decks with it. Nobody figured out how to break this card last course set. Let's make it again. Oh, you mean like time reversal? Booyah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which like, is, which I is can back. only imagine that's what they were saying when they reprinted this card, because that card is garbage. And, like, I can only imagine that one of the guys were just like, uh, how did nobody break this card? That was, like, one of our best decks in, best decks yeah. in Future League, like, was revolved around this card. How did no one figure it out? Like, yeah, I want to like, hear Let's about give him another shot. Like, Let's give him another shot. I definitely want to hear about, like, what goes on in the Future Future League sometimes. Like, I get really excited, like, oh, man, there could be some crazy stuff going on that I don't <laughs> even know about. No one thought about. Oh, we just all rather play Cobblade. <laughs> which which I would rather. Which they do. didn't future league. Right. They enough. didn't do that, yeah. <laughs> Awkward. Uh so what other planeswalkers do we have? They're they're reprinting Sword Mar- they're reprinting Sword Markov. Yeah. They're reprinting Gideon Jora. Um and they're giving us a new Garrick. I'm so excited excited about this Garrick. <sighs> See, I don't know. I just like the old Garrick better. Um The old Garrick I think is just like like miles and miles and away better than this one. Like I don't know if I'm right or not. Like this guy's ultimates and his his minus ability is bonkers. Like that's the one thing I will say about this one. Right, is that he is a green planeswalker that says draw cards. Yeah, which that's is awesome. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Like I don't know. He also costs five. Okay, so it's plus one, make a three three. 
Uh, minus three draw cards equal to the greatest power among creatures you control, which is great because they can even like kill your largest creature and you still get the value out of it. Right. And then what is the minus? Is it minus six? Minus six. Make a six six for each land you control. For each land. Yuck. That's pretty nasty. I mean, it's pretty bonkers. I'd rather just draw cards though. Like, I think drawing. I I just he just feels awful to be like, pay five mana. Draw cards equal to my 4-4 four, four that I played Does he get put into play with Genesis Wave? Yeah. Then I'm doing that. What? You then that's what I'm doing. Nobody plays Genesis Wave. I'm going to play Genesis Wave, yep. I'm going to put him into play with Genesis Wave, and then I'm going to draw He doesn't cards. ramp, though. Who cares? That's so bad. Yep. I'm bad. They put Rampant Growth back in the set. Oh, so that just totally makes up for the fact that they took out Garrick. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it's too bad they don't have uh, whatever that enchantment was for Fertile Ground. Fertile Ground was so good. See, but they don't. Ha- they haven't had Fertile Ground in forever, so... In fact... We haven't had Wild... Uh, the last time we had Fertile Ground, it made the land Shroud, so you couldn't even use it with Garrick, which was the coolest <laughs> interaction with Garrick. That's true. Maybe that's why they just didn't do it. There's like, yeah, we can't we can't break this mechanic. Yeah, like it's like it doesn't get broken at any point. It's just like kind of mediocre, and it hasn't been played in any constructed decks in forever. So let's just play something that's different. Maybe it gets better with some other stuff. I know, right. I know there's a green card that you're really excited about. It's uh, you get to be a rhino, a bird, or a plant, and it's called Skin Shifter. But <laughs> it's kind of an awkward name. Makes my skin crawl actually. Yeah, it does. Sexy way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, this guy's pretty awesome. Uh, some uh, some people are, are I think, uh, erroneously uh, equating him to Tarmogoyf, but no. uh, he's 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 very good. I think, and yeah. I, I I don't think he's Tarmogoyf good, but yeah. I mean, some people called it Johnny's Pride Mate Tarmogoyf at one point. So. <laughs> Connolly Woods, he's a pro. Connolly Woods. <laughs> um, <laughs> Skin Shifter is a one green, one and a green, for a one one creature. Which is kind of awkward. Is it a one one creature? It is a one one. He's a one one. Okay. Uh, but he has activation costs of green. You can do this ability once a turn. You can make him a 4 4 rhino that has trample, a 2 2 bird with flying, or a 0 8 plant. With no ability. He should have tap. Make another plant or something. <laughs> yeah, because that seems balanced. <laughs> totally. Make a zero eight plant. Um, so I think that guy's really good. I think that green is getting a lot of love in this set. I don't know if that's just me being overly optimistic. Um, but I think this guy's going to be very good. I, I think I want to play with him in a Vengevine deck uh, before Vengevine cycles out. So I mean, see. Vengevine's not even going to be good what? for a while. What? You're dumb. Like, Vengevine's good now. Okay, so something I've been thinking about. Uh, talk about this this next set being such a graveyard set. Uh, you know all that shit that I've been giving uh, surgical, surgical Extraction? Garden might actually be playable in a graveyard set. Like, main deckable almost. Yeah. Well, Memoricide really also doesn't rotate. So Yeah, which is awkward. I mean, there are plenty of cards that you can use... Memorize seems like the perfect card that interacts with the format now and a format in the future, which is really cool. I mean, there's a lot of speculation about what the new set's going to be, and I think it's it's fair to say after seeing what we've seen that a Graveyard is going to be a part of it. Um, sure. Which I'm super excited about. Uh, basically, I, I'm interested to see if they can make a Graveyard set that's not broken, because every time they seem to tell you to dump a bunch of cards in your Graveyard and use that, 
the set breaks. Uh, just construct How sick would it be? Just constructed in general. Gets really Nether shadow really... and ashen ghoul and buried alive again in the new set. They could do that. I could break out all my old cards and play with them again. They could do that. I don't think they do. I don't think they're gonna do that. <laughs> um so, all right. Um, I mean, they could also just throw Icarid in there and make it a whole love fest, right? Some other interesting cards. Uh, Monomania. Talked about before. This card's sick. The card is much cooler. The card name. is a five drop. It's three, two black. Target Choose target player. That player chooses one card in his hand and wipes his ass with the rest. Yep. That's what they have to do. This card sounds like it's better to target yourself with, honestly. At, at five, Like if they have a black bison play. At five minutes, right, right, I'm gonna right, kick right. you right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't realize you had a black vice in play. Can I? Can I take my playback? I'm yes, sorry. Absolutely. Um, it, this seems like a this. Honestly, this card seems more like an enabler than a disabler. At four, yeah. at, at five mana, discard spells generally don't do anything. Card seems quite what? good. Mind Sludge was a backbreaker. Yeah, the, Mind, the Sl- Mind, Mind Sludge, Sludge gets their whole hand. Yeah, but the only this gives was... them a card plus a draw step. Okay, well it's got to have some drawback, buddy. Like, with without let's just mind sludge them and have no drawback. Well, no, but th- then we have to play the, all the drawback swamps, is having awful. all swamps. <laughs> exactly. That sucks. I mean, this is this is three in a black black, so you can play it in a two color deck. Maybe that's good enough. But honestly, it seems better to target yourself with it. Okay, something that I was trying to do in standard for a little while, tinkering around with, was playing Everflowing Chalice with a mind sludge because getting four cards was just as good, and. I uh, guess what Monomania, pretty much, if you do the same thing, it sounds really good. It's the same thing, except you don't have all. You, the problem, is, the, the best thing about it is you don't have to play all swamps. I can play another color and actually have a game plan rather than a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> and that's not that's not terrible or anything. I can get right. behind, you know, you should a, a decent a decent discard spell, but most decent discard spells are not five mana. I mean, I honestly, is... I don't know how you expect to get a lot of value. Out. Like, how many cards am I supposed to get? You're right, you to discard? Just reprint Mind Twister. No, I mean, like, if <laughs> if they're gonna have if they if they get to keep one card, how many cards am I realistically making the discard here? Three or four? Depends on the deck you're playing against. But if it's any the way that they're slowing down the format, I think that mid range and combo are gonna be very key players in the new format. Even in the oh. all burn deck, like which I think is totally a thing for a while. This card's gonna be all right. I feel like they we'll should see. just have their whole hand on the on the table. I mean, if they're the all burn deck, still good things, and Planeswalkers still fit in like mid rangey controly decks. So, I think this card's fine. I think it's very. It good. seems it seems fine. It doesn't seem broken, and no, I expected they're, they're to see a very small. But I, I I honestly feel like it will just see a very small marginal amount of play and be worth nothing. Hmm. It just it it doesn't seem like a good card to me. I'm sorry. I mean, some cards like some cards are not rare. good. I mean, I don't think it's going to break the format. I think it's a very strong card. Mm, okay, Monomania, so, thumbs down from DC. Sorry, well, brother. Burrow's got this one on thumbs up. Well, right. Now, okay, now let me whatever. ask you this: the, either of you, maybe you, did you play when Goblin Grenade was originally printed? Yep, Fallen Empires, baby, had four variations of art. Was it any good? Uh, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> maybe i don't know I mean, we were more excited about the well, artwork when, at when the time came, so when it, when it first came out we didn't have a whole lot to play with like we had like ice age like i played i started playing around revised so i didn't get to play with like 
Legends and Arabian Nights, which I don't even know if they had goblins in those sets. <laughs> so there was like Revised and Fallen Empires and like into Ice Age. Mm. And Ice Age gave us a few cool ones like Goblin Sappers and Goblin Snowman and shit like that. But like nothing was like really great. Like we had to play with like Mon's Goblin Raiders and like Goblin, yeah. Goblins of the Flarg. Yeah, but you had Goblin King, so it was all good. Yeah, we had Goblin King, so it was better. Goblin King is a bomb. And we just really like saying Goblins of the Flarg. It's <laughs> pretty sweet. <laughs> you play Goblin Shrines and Goblin Caves and all we kinds play of Goblin Caves. Oh, Goblin right. Caves is awful. I mean, uh, yeah, like I mean, even, yeah, oh. let's pump their defense. <laughs> <laughs> even at that time, it was bad. Yeah. Um, Guess what? This deck still doesn't do block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you can survive in combat. That's what goblins want to do, right? Is they want to live? No. Goblins want to live. Everything that's <laughs> goblins says sacrifice. Goblins want to. They're like including... the Japanese people of magic. Oh, oh okay. against they're the wall. just Kamikaze. everywhere. That was sacrifice. All right, well, Kamikaze. that was a little far. Tell me about goblin. <laughs> Tell me about goblin I grenade. That I'm Asian. Um, goblin grenade says as an additional cost to cast goblin grenade, sack a goblin, and deal five damage target creature player. It's a sorcery. sorcery. So that's what we have to do. To make it less good than artillery. The last one, <laughs> the last one that I uh, actually saw that was any good, never saw a constructed play. It was uh, that Lorwyn card for four and a black or three and a black. It was like artillery. Goblin fodder. God, yeah, yeah. That Goblin card. fodder was no, fodder. fodder launches was the name. Fodder of launch. Fodder that card was insane. Uh, that card was target creature gets minus five, five, minus five, minus five, and it does five damage to target player. It also costs five, four five. mana. <laughs> <laughs> but well, it was it was, was good. It was good. It was a very good card. Well, it was a removal spell, and it, it was a lava axe, and it was the same cost of sacrifice a creature. That card was awesome. Again, was three and a black, or two it was three and a black. black goblin grenade kind of seems like a wait and see card to me because uh, the there are goblins in the format right now that make it a good deck. Like there's a goblin deck in standard at this moment <laughs> with yeah with with all the stuff. I mean, you can. Attack for two with the Goblin Guide and 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 fling it for five damage with your Goblin Grenade and it's you know super cute. Um, I don't even know if "cute's" the right word. It might actually be good. Uh, if it's good in the future, I'm not sure. I don't know if we're heading towards a Goblin fueled set. Honestly, like I mean, just just from all of the, just from all of the artwork and the themes of of where the next set is going, it doesn't look like goblins are even going to exist in that world. What? Mm. Have you seen artwork a... from Innistrad? I mean, what like what does a goblin in Innistrad even look like? Honestly, I don't know. I, and, I think they just they have, have long fun. fans. I think they just have vampires. fun making new goblins like every set. We uh we cast like, a... every set. They're just like different names and different looking, and it's just like we we cast a chancellor of the chancellor of the red in uh the new on the Ford on yeah on the on Moto today, and it created goblin tokens. I'd never seen those goblin the tokens before. Goblins yeah, they're ever. they're super terrifying. They they on it. They look like mirrors, but then they also kind of look like sharks. Sh- yeah, <laughs> they look like really angry skeletal mirrors that wanted to bite you. Yeah, and I didn't want to fight them ever because they, they didn't because they didn't have any skin. Well, uh, I guess we'll finish this up real quick. Uh, the other cards we have on our list: buried ruin looks really cool. Especially yeah. on the back of a artifact set. Why um, didn't they reprint Crucible of Worlds with this? Would have been cool. Because no, that's why. Because hell yeah, that's why. Because they Crucible of Worlds is too good. They can't reprint. Crucible's just so good. Tectonic Edge is still in the format. Yeah, that's awesome. God, I really wanted them to reprint Tectonic Edge in M twelve. 
Was that asking too much? I think it's asking too much. I think that card was specifically designed to counteract the man lands they put in the exact same set. Oh, yeah. Because none of those man lands were able to get active and attack without being susceptible to Tectonic Edge. Correct. Which which is a, feel like it's a beautiful symmetry. I just feel like, I guess I'm just kind of a magic purist from when I started, that I always want some kind of effect that destroys lands. Right. But like, you don't... I played with Strip Line, I played with Wasteland, I played with Tech Edge. See, but you're a nice guy. Like, you, I, like, you don't I play with Sinkhole. You don't play with sinkhole, right? You yeah, don't want sinkhole. I couldn't, to come I couldn't back. afford sinkholes. Yeah, exactly. Sinkholes I mean, but were I mean, very expensive back. But like, then. we'll we'll spreading seize you with the best of them. Oh yeah, yeah well. I and Make you know, if Chinese national showed us anything, spreading seize is, is a real card. So. Yeah, what was that like? Equal parts Valakut and blue black controls. Spreading, yeah, Chinese nationals was twenty nine Valakut decks, twenty six black blue control decks, and uh, a smattering of singleton. Other archetypes, <laughs> some some crap. <laughs> what what took it down? Uh, blue black control. Oh boo! There weren't even that many Valakut decks in the top. Boo! It was so, mostly blue black control. Epic boo! Speaking of spreading seas, okay. Uh, there was a Grand Prix trial this past Fourth of July. Yesterday, actually. This past yesterday. This past yesterday. Uh, Wait, for, they, for they, Internet they, Land, that's the Fourth of July. They actually yesterday. held. A Grand Prix trial on the 4th of July. Yes, sir. No yes, wonder did. I didn't hear. No wonder there was like, how many players were there? Uh, 10? It was very small. It 12? 16? It was pretty small. No, it was 12. It was 12. It was 12. It was 12. 12-man GPTs. Nice yeah. holiday. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Yeah, so I That's, that's that. so miserable. I didn't quite understand that. It was... Uh, um, it is what it is. Charles Chatham won. Kids on a hot streak. He is. Uh, he crushes GPTs like it's his job. <laughs> Twelve man GPTs. Congratulations, sir. Yeah, you well, that. he also uh, you're the he, man. No, last a uh, couple weeks ago, he won the Star City IQ up in uh, Charlottesville. That's true. Cool. Um, thirty man. He was playing thirty man events. He was playing Mentor. He was playing Blue White Control with Mentor. Oh. So he played an archetype you like. So we got to mention that. I do. Uh, well, yeah. he had four spreading seeds in his deck, which I think was very. Cool. I, I think spreading seeds is the right way to go in this format right now. Can we talk uh, just very briefly? I want to just mention the fact that. I feel like Wizards needs to adjust the dates of uh, for Magic news. It's very good for people like us that you know like to follow the news and like to get an update all the time about about what's happening in the game. It's really nice to see like an announcement and then a band date and then a new thing happening. And so there's always something new happening. I feel like with the band and restricted lists going up and the way that the lag time is between that and the core sets coming out, especially this most recent time. We end up in this situation where the like Chinese Nationals was dominated by two decks, but that's fine. It was a one-week format. Right. The, the format's literally going to exist for about three weeks between the time Jace was banned, Jace and Stoneforge were banned, and the time that the new core set comes out and dramatically changes the format. And so I, I honestly feel like it would have been perfectly fine to announce the changes and then have a significant lead time between... Well, when they go, when they go effective, honestly, like day and date, let's release a bunch of new cards and ban some cards at the same time, maybe and, and just, just change it dramatically. Maybe I'm just retarded, but I don't see anything in M12 that really is affecting too much. No, no, I mean, like, I don't see like any like game breaking like new cards. I don't see any like new combos. To they explore. put the, well, like, they put the they put those planeswalkers in there, which might they even, did, but I mean, they just seem worse than the ones we have right now. Which it, might even be the point of why they made the bannings in the first place, because if they thought M12 was really going to shake shit up, why would they ban stuff at all? Like, this, honestly, they brought back O Ring. That's really good. I mean, M12 oh, just yeah. do, M12 just doesn't seem but like then a set Call that Blade might play it. And, and we knew that. We knew that 
we knew that this corset wasn't going to dramatically change the format if they didn't ban anything, and that's totally fine. I just feel like, it, and you know what, if blue-black control and Valakut happen to be the, the best two decks until, you know, all those things rotate, okay, that's fine. But I, I just feel like it's it's partially unfair to the players to tell people these cards are banned on this date, you can't play them anymore, the format's about to change again, you need to prepare for the you need to prepare for a major tournament like your national tournament. You need to prepare for it all by yourself, figure out what's good, and oh by the way, the format's all changing in another week or two. Like a, a, a three, so you week, have to do kind of like all this work for no reason. A th- yeah, yeah, like a three week format just doesn't seem worth the effort you have to put in towards testing and and feeling good about what you know is good and how to play a deck. Well, they felt like if any people could deal with that, it was the Chinese. It was the Chinese. Yeah, yeah, because they're a powerhouse of magic. No, it's because there's so many people in the country. <laughs> okay, you realize <laughs> their, their nationals is they one of the are smallest. Their own metagame. They'll figure it out. Well, okay, they, they're not so small that they have open entry to their nationals. There, there are some countries that literally just open entry nationals. Yeah. Uh, this tournament was actually qualifying people. The top two players from each grinder were making it in. Nice. And they ran. Something like sixteen grinders. So, uh, I mean, their their tournament made it up to sixteen. Yeah, that's thirty-two different it, people. It, ma- made it made it up to like one hundred and fifty players in their international tournament, but that's still up for pretty, a country with a billion people. That's, that's a really <laughs> small tournament. Uh, let's be honest, that's a very small tournament. I'll show you a small tournament. The coverage was awesome, actually. Whoever they had that was totally fluent in Mandarin and English and doing the English coverage, it was actually a, a engaging event to watch. Um, Again, I don't want to get into it too much because the format seems irrelevant. But it, it was at least interesting to watch and see, you know, what what some players decided to do. Fair enough. I maybe I just really, really like blue black control. I can't. You probably do. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, you do. Yeah. I mean, you have a boner for blue black control. Like I really I do. For blue white control. I really do. Like to the point where it's like it doesn't matter what the meta game says. Like we'll. You'll pretty much just play. Like, did you brew something? Nah, I was just gonna play my blue white. I deck. brew stuff. I was gonna play so, a blue you black. Do, you do I like brew to brew stuff. stuff. Some, I played some. that event deck today in the MTGO some extended crap. event, overextended yeah. event. Uh, that, that was pretty cool. I mean, you, you, uh, for those not in the know, uh, Daniel Sale wrote a an article for Gavin Verhey's uh, MTGO extended. Uh, joining the website weekly, actually. Very cool and. Uh, he's basically, for his first article, he wrote up stuff about the the format, and you should go read it at mggoverstanded.com, and basically he put together, well, I mean, you want to tell us about this event deck that you proposed? Yeah, basically, like, my first article is basically just talking about why you should play this format, why why I feel like this format is good, because I, while I could tell you about it on the podcast, it, it's just a little bit more eloquent in the article, and... I might not be the best With writer. Videos. I might not be the best writer, but I know how to do a YouTube search for Hell the best yeah. of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can plagiarize um, like the best of them. I mean, it's, <laughs> a, it's not. It's uh, it's not plagiarized. Yeah, it's not plagiarism. They put it on YouTube. If you if you that like actually read it in Dsale's voice, it's uh, kind of like he's. That is true. If you just imagine that a giant asshole is telling you all these things, then <laughs> it, it probably isn't so bad. Uh, I, I, you know, I. 
I have a I have a certain tone that I like to write in, and I have a certain tone that I like to talk in, and I blame Chris Casby for all of this because when I was talking to him about it, he said, "Oh well, if you write the same way that you talk, people are gonna love it. You just go, <laughs> you just you just run with it, sir." Well, it and works. so that's what I did, and then I got flamed in the forums because you it know works if people that's what happens. You <laughs> aren't expect what they, what they expect that. Uh, well, you know, you get flamed for the way that you talk, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the internet loves me, sir. <laughs> I, <laughs> just saying, the internet just the is. The people in it don't. <laughs> oh, man. I, you know, you give and you give. And. Alright, shoot me something interesting about this beer you're drinking. Oh, uh, do I have a bottle? Oh, there's a bottle right here. I didn't like this beer very much. I'll yeah. be honest. Uh, it felt weak to me. It like okay, so this is the Lancaster Brewing Company's uh, strawberry wheat beer. It's one of these like classic summer ales that comes out when some stupid ass fruit is in season, and they're like, "Oh, we can throw that in this you know giant microbrew, and it'll be probably fine." Um, Tastes like strawberry balls. It didn't even taste that much like strawberries, honestly. I got a, I felt a, a like nice strawberry balls flavor. I felt like the strawberry was weak. Honestly, it, and that's because you're not supposed. It like, just had a fruity tinge to things, it. You things can't have that, yeah. beer taste like fruit because then it just tastes like fucking cool. Well, because yeah. well, because okay, citrus does really well in beers, like things like pineapple and orange and lime and lemon. Those do really well in beer, but when you start so adding of citrus fruit, yeah, I don't think so. Okay, well, it, it's it does okay. Uh, when you start getting into <laughs> things like when you start getting into things like apple, peach, blueberry, strawberry, these things they can go into a beer, but they they're just better reserved for liquor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like so just know, just drink apple, some flavored vodka. Apple, just go get some cider. Strawberry, just go talk to Uncle Buck and get some fucking moonshine. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you, like, you can you can throw like if you if you want strawberry tasting stuff, go get some like white Zinfandel. Honestly, and we 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 got some uh, peach, um, white peach, hold on. something juice today. Scrubland crew, Scrubland fans, I do not, by any circumstances, <laughs> condone you going to the store and buying white Zinfandel. No way. What what's wrong with white Zinfandel? It's a it's a wine that you can drink. It is it a is. wine that you can drink. It's it is that. It's thing. a unless. It's, It'll get you unless you listen to this podcast. But I have to tell you, it'll get you. Dr- <laughs> it'll get you drunk. Wait a minute. If you're, white a girl, if you're a pretty girl, you can yeah. drink white zippin. Yeah, yeah. You can actually you can splash some uh, Seven Up into it, and then you can call it. You like you can make up your own name Let's for it. Let's have spritzer. Yeah, like you can call it, you can call it a spritzer, and you can make up your own like delicious. You know, you can call it like a summer breeze spritzer, and you can add some shaved ice to it, and then you walk around the club looking all hot, and fuck it, like go get laid. But for the for the patrons of this podcast, I'm just going to let you know most things uh, that I'm involve go strong and say that most people who listen to this podcast will not get laid if they are drinking white Zinfandel in a club. I agree. <laughs> I agree. You should probably not drink a, a spring breeze br- spritzer in the club. Just just say that's that's a that's a straight ticket towards staying a virgin. Like nobody's going to punch your V card. Sorry, buddy. That white Zinfandel. You may, however, get beat up. Yeah, you might actually get punched, even though your beak hair won't get punched. I mean, and now, then... If you're lunky, lunky? lunky? If you're lunky. If you are lunky. If you're lucky, they'll punch you right in the ass. And it'll feel like... 
Are you, are you talking about <laughs> mythic what? meat? Getting, are you talking about getting fart boxed? <laughs> Is that where they punch you in the butthole so hard that the fart like goes back up into your body and then you burp out the Whoa! fart? <laughs> I have never heard anything like that before. <laughs> Although, I heard something funny the other day. Uh, we were talking about teabagging someone and... Uh, Someone was like, "Oh, you know, you can always get tea cupped," and he was like, "Oh no, what are you talking about?" Was that? Oh, I just want to chick tea bags you. <laughs> tea cupped. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. That's terrible. Uh, Delicious. No. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I must sales at a loss. No, I'm just trying. I'm visualizing it now. <laughs> no, because like like dudes at frat parties teabag each other. Girls at frat parties, if they're teacupping each other, that's like <laughs> that's I like go to yeah, the, oh, yeah, that's like a whole yeah, other level like, of party. Yeah, like dudes teabagging <laughs> each other, not sexy. I don't even think girls could think that's sexy. Right? <laughs> girls teacup it like yeah, exactly. Like kind of got a boner thinking about it right now. I mean, when I think when I think of teabag and you got the sharpie out, you're going to like shave somebody's eyebrow and then draw a penis going towards their mouth. Oh, when yeah. you, when a girl's teacupping some other girl, you just like, whip it out and start going to town. I mean, <laughs> come on, like let's, let's get serious about like that's sexy time. Chris Burns, what have you sexy done? Time. What have you done? Very nice. All right, so just corrupting my brain. Uh, on Facebook we had a couple of requests to talk about oh. things, which mostly revolved around M12, so we touched on it. Um, Michael Rose wanted to know what we, what we like. Um, burn decks. I'm kind of... All burn decks all the time. That's the only thing that's viable. Smallbox. I, I really like Shrine of Burning Rage, and I like things that make it big. They reprinted Incinerate and Shock and Lightning Bolt and Shrine of Burning Rage and Goblin Guide and Stagger Shock and Searing Blaze right. and Chandra and Koth. Post rotation. I can post keep... rotation. Okay, post rotation. Uh, I like post what I like rotation? Blue light control. I like Gideon. I like counter spells. Those are good. I think. What post rotation? We don't know. I, I thought he said. Cards. I thought the. I thought uh, the actual Facebook post said post rotation. I, I, I so might have said post corset. Yeah, uh, I, I thought so. it was something impression was post corset, but like it's all right. If it's post corset, then I'm probably gonna be playing mono burn Just or play all burn all the time. And the format will be. And the format will be. Is Dragon's Claw legal right now? Yeah, yeah. It's legal right now. It's always and they... legal. Mm. It was an M11. Oh, that's okay. Well, bring your dragon's claws, kids, because all burn all the time. Yeah. All burn um, all the time. That's the God. That's it's the been a year since we drafted a course, and I just totally fucking farted, brain farted on everything. That's in the set. You farted on a lot of things, Cassie. <laughs> yeah. Um. There's a PTQ. Coming up here in Richmond okay. this month. A back-to-back, right? July 23rd and July 24th at the convention center. Uh, if you are interested, don't come because I won't have a chance. Right. No, exactly. no, I mean, Chris Cassidy's not going to be there, so why come? What? I'll be there for the Saturday event. Okay. I won't be there for the Sunday event. I mean, uh, people keep asking us what we want to play. The answer is we don't know. The answer uh, is for something like this, I'll probably, I'll probably just play blue black control. I've been that's pretty good. I've been playing goblins and I really like it. I've been playing goblins for the last couple weeks. I played it at uh, the GPT yesterday. I went three two. Uh, I don't think I should. I should. I should think I should have been four one. But Chris Burrows, I think you have to play Valakut just to represent. Also, it's actually a good deck again. So. Probably. I mean, I mean, it, like it seems like you actually could win a PTQ with that deck. I, I don't know if it's good once the core set comes in. I don't think anything in the core set really affects 
that deck that much. Nah. But if they monomania um, you, I'll laugh. You just keep your primeval titan and kill them anyway. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, who cares? Um, I think Valkyrie actually gets better with the new set because it, instead of explore, we have rapid growth. Oh, yeah. well, uh, oh you mean you get both? both. Yeah. Both. Both. Question mark face. Eight <laughs> two mana accelerants. Yeah. Whoa. Drop Lotus Cobra. Totally psyched about this. Uh, well, we can play Shrine no, of no, no, no. Boundless Growth right now. That, so, Shrine of Boundless Growth. Let's make it happen. Or you, or you just drop Hera. I actually wanted to play Mono Green Control with Shrine of Boundless Growth and Karn. Yucks. That's not a good thing to do, folks. Yuck, 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 yuck. Did that one... Weren't you, weren't you trying to convince Daniel last week that uh, Venser plus Karn is like the best thing ever? Because you Venser... Sorry, you Karn uh, Vindicated Permanent and then Venser resetted Loyalty? Sounds really, That is the best thing ever. Sounds awful. That's, Apparently I mean, you've never Vindicated every turn. I, I, I have... I have actually. It honestly yeah. just sounds and like it feels really good, doesn't it? No, it sounds what? like constructed no, hyperbole. You no, know, obviously it's amazing. Shut up! <laughs> but that's just a ridiculous corner scenario. Though. This this sounds like constructed hyperbole, honestly. Hyperbole, sir. <laughs> it's the epitome. Can you of hyperbole. spell hyperbole? Yeah. Do it later. <laughs> All right. Scrublandpodcast at gmail.com is where you can write us hate mail or love mail or Mm. neutral mail, I guess. Mm. Neutral mail. Neutral mail is not quite as interesting. If you guys send us if you send us neutral mail like, hey, I listened. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) That that would be the best kind of email. That no, that's a that's all you have to send. I would have I mean I don't if I got like ten of those, then I think I'd feel good about it. But if I just got like three, I'd be like, oh, well, you know, people are listening, I guess. <laughs> well, at least I know I'm being heard. I mean, that's you know, they I didn't they didn't really life. say it was good or bad, but at least they listened. <laughs> Scrubland podcast on Facebook. Check us out. Also, we really like to put up the uh, the the listener requests, and we want to hear more from you guys. And uh, the more random ass jokes we get, the less we respect our listeners. So we just want to let you guys know that. What? <laughs> I actually respect our listeners more for that. <laughs> this week we got. I am going to make the germ deck. Yeah, the germ deck. That was pretty awesome. I mean, if you put pure steel paladin in it, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> we could. I mean, we could make it happen. Because you... because it was on our listener request. Like Charles Lee wanted oh, to talk about the all germ deck with the new lord. Because you can have like... and uh, pure steel paladin with playing all living weapons seems pretty cuckoo bonkers. I to mean, me. cuckoo, bonkers. cuckoo bonkers. You you play a zero. I could swing with a mortar pod and sack it to do damage. What? Yeah. Isn't uh, it just the dream to have a zero zero that stays in play because there's some continuous effect keeping it alive? Right. That's that's. I love that. I we actually... could also play a leyline of vitality. <laughs> Overextended tech. Shh. That's my deck next week. Yeah, come on, you're, you're ruining it. Jeez, like the the new card, the new card coming out that that, that doubles up on my leyline of vitalities. I'm gonna play copy artifact enchantment. I'm gonna go hang myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris Burrow is off to hang himself. Guys, thanks for listening. It's uh, episode number forty six. I, 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 again, sorry. What's forty six? What's a good number for forty six? What 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 does forty six mean? It means that... Isn't that like a, a pro athlete's number? Like something special? Nobody wants to be number 46. Really? Yeah. I'm sorry. Nothing comes to mind. Like the, I'm a giant the hockey... Philadelphia 46ers or something? I'm a giant <laughs> hockey fan, and I can't honestly think of anyone that has a number 46. Oh. It's pretty humiliating, actually. 
If you, you if you end up with that number. Oh. Yeah. 46 is just like the stone worth that. Well, I mean, like, I mean, like, why? What's what's the purpose there? I mean, what's the purpose of why? why? What's the purpose of any number except to, to differentiate? To be awesome. Else? So you can change your name to Ocho Cinco. Someone change their name to Ocho Cinco? Yeah, football player. Yeah. Yeah. His name is Chad Ocho Cinco. His number is 85. It's uh-huh. literally the stupidest thing you've ever seen in your entire <laughs> life. <laughs> and guess what? That girl got the... That, he banged Tila Tequila, so, you know. Aww, she's cute. I mean, you know what? It worked. It worked. <laughs> like, guess what? Change your name to, to some retarded no, to some retarded Spanish number, and then you get to bang Tila Tequila. That I what? You know what? Really Juggalos are like the lowest form of like you know, life. You know yeah. what? If they, if they have a, <laughs> if they have a, if they have a glass bottle and they throw at you on the stage, it yeah, probably, there's not much you can do about. Yeah, that. well, I mean, it probably still hurts just the same. Yeah. Just, I mean, you know she's, famous for, she's famous for having the most MySpace friends. <laughs> 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 um, uh, Rupert Murdoch just sold MySpace for thirty million dollars. Guess what he bought it for? What? $500 million! Oh, <laughs> Guess who bought it? Who? Facebook! Justin Timberlake! Oh, yes! <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. AOL in partnership with Justin Timberlake. What a joke. You're right. So, I mean, he got paid for his new movie. And then he sunk all the profits into MySpace. Where he got to make out with Jackie from that 70s show. And then he bought MySpace. I mean, that's a good investment. That sounds Scrubland MySpace page coming soon. Well, obviously he's <laughs> obviously he's helping to, to flip it for the original five hundred million. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just it's a fixer upper of a how website. Much, how much is Friendster for sale for? I mean, less than thirty million, right? <laughs> I can only imagine. I mean, how many? Mil- uh, for those of you who don't know, Friendster was what was before MySpace. Like ten years ago, it's still it's still hanging around somewhere. I, I think there's a Friendster.com still. I don't know. Uh, we could I probably buy the do- spam. We could probably buy the domain. <laughs> probably. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're gonna get out of here. Uh, I guess yeah. Hit us up on the Facebook. Hit us up on Gmail. Hit us up on Friendster. Hit us, hit us up, up on MySpace. Scrubland.justintimberlake.myspace.com. Uh. <laughs> We, we find us have, there. We still have shirts. We still have shirts. We, we still have shirts. Uh, well, if you get, if you really, really want one, that. you could probably get one. We're not going to talk about if it. If you're a super fan, you really, really want one. We have shirts, but we won't let you have them. We'll talk about that. We'll sell them, but we are not sell them on the internet right now. <laughs> uh, Chris Burroughs apparently has some kind of embargo on the internet. <laughs> There's no the, way he's he's created a blockade between himself and the internet. Oh. <laughs> and no shirt shall pass. <laughs> That's going to do it for episode 46, boys. I love you very much. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>